Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 67. Most people acknowledge that the year 1967 was the best year ever, in case you were wondering. These intros don't have to make sense to everybody. This week we have music from the rock band The Half That Matters. They were nice enough to let us record their CD release show a few weeks ago at the Sly Grog in Asheville. As you may remember, we've recorded at the Sly Grog a couple of times now and always enjoy it. It's a great place to be and we always are fortunate to have their sound guy, Mike Anderson, helping out. He is a great guy, well known in the Western North Carolina music community. Make sure to look for The Half That Matters on Bandcamp to stream and download their album and also follow them on Facebook and Instagram for shows that are coming up where you can buy their CD and other merchandise in person or I'm sure if you contact them they will figure out a way to get it to you. In addition to the live recordings they are going to let us use some of the tracks from the CD on uh, this week's episode. So you're going to hear some live recordings from the Slagrog and some recordings uh, straight off of the CD. The ones from the CD don't have me cursing in the background. That's how you tell the difference. Make sure to subscribe to WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts. We are available on all of the major platforms and a whole lot of the minor ones, all the ones I know about anyway. And you can probably do that while you listen to The Half That Matters. And here they are. This one, we rewrote a few things together. Um, a couple of things me and Paul had written um, a year ago, right before Dylan joined the band, because okay. Dylan's been in the band since October of last year. Okay. All right, and uh, Fractions, what, uh, what's um, that about? Fractions, we all three came up with it, um, like kind of just as, hey, let's come up with this new um, instrumental to open up with, like at our show. Okay. We still call it post-jam. 
think that's our <laughs> yeah. That, that title was the original title was Post Jam. It's got that post rock feel to it, like uh, explosions in the sky or bands like that. Yeah, and then um, with the the leads that are on the the song, like I kind of added like during the recording process because I was like, why not just make it like really full on the recording? And it just ended up being like a nice three and a half minute song. Oh, cool. Okay. I call it like the calm before the storm because it's yeah. like this nice overture, this nice uh, like smooth overture, and then it goes into the yeah. trick the people into yeah. listening. Very to atmospheric. People, yes, right. And then as soon as it cuts off, like it just kicks your face. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Um, and uh, real quick, just uh, you guys told me a while ago, but say who you are and what you play. Uh, Paul Roundy, drums. I'm uh, Dylan Looney. I play the bass and do vocals. I'm Brian Thomas Presley, and I play guitar poorly, I think, <laughs> and I I'll sing. Surrounded by darkness, I know you cry out for Born in a wasteland, I kill my own And every time I'm with you, feels like I'm coming home Your siren song calls me with a bit of doubt Born in a wasteland, I must walk alone Deafened by silence and burned by invisible Wasteland, um, we came up with the name for it just kind of like as a placeholder because we didn't really know what we wanted to do with the song. But um, Dylan wrote the lyrics for the song and ended up keeping Wasteland a big part of it and it actually turned out really well. And But the music was actually made before he ended up joining the band. So at the same time, um, we, like me and Paul had recorded uh, like a couple of demos 
that we knew we wanted. Um, but we didn't have any lyrics or anything to them and like no further texture. So with Dylan adding the lyrics and everything to it, it, it really popped out. And that's definitely my favorite thing to do in the whole songwriting process is the lyrics and the melodies. I mean, I was an English major in school. So, yeah, it's like the wordiness. The wordiness of all of it was just, uh, you know, I guess that's that's sort of my, my, my area. I'm not going to say of expertise. I don't know if I'm an expert in anything. I mean, you're an English major. Huh. Well, you can always say you're an I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys are writing, you write it more um, while you're – playing you bring in something you bring in something or how does that usually work um we it, it's funny because like i'll say like hey here here's a riff and then we'll start like kind of jamming on it and then figuring it out and then kind of building the texture as it goes but mm-hmm. with this album we didn't do a whole lot of that because we kind of already had stuff that we like brought to the table mm-hmm. we just pieced just, together a bunch yeah. of scraps that we had yeah. just sitting around just filled in and the rest of what we need to fill in and yeah. hammered it out. Yeah, so it was really like like definitely a Lego kind of experience oh, yeah. with with this album. Um because I go so, got so excited when you said Lego. Yeah. Well, I was, you just, just, I was like, I like Legos. Pieces. Yeah, that well, would be everybody loves Legos. Legos, Legos, Legos are the bomb. Yeah. You know, with our stage show and stuff, I think you know when we get when we get up there, that'd be some great merchandising right there. It's like half that matters. Lego sets, like a, like a our <laughs> build live your show. own light box. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a great idea. With uh, some of the writing, I, I well, I'll explain a little further as each song goes, I guess, yeah. because there there's a lot of different ways that they're written. Wanna know if you remember me? Are you still one you used to be? Cause I inside your eyes has my best And I'm so ashamed of you.
We are the half that matters. Oh, yeah, remember me. Yeah, that was one I sort of brought in. That was the first one that I really brought in that we could kind of do something with. I was, uh, the song is actually about um, my mom and her high school uh, sweetheart, sort of. And he was, a couple years after they had broken up, uh, had gotten in a, uh, he had he'd gotten in a car accident and had a really bad uh, brain injury. And, of course, it's part, you know, memory loss and behavioral changes, whatever. And uh, my mom was uh, visiting him, and she was so nervous about everything. And after a while, uh, he just turned to her after a lot of silence, and he went, Susie, I remember you. And I was like, hey, that's, you know, that's a lyrical idea for a song. And uh, I was really happy I could take one of my sort of my family stories and sort of put that onto an album and put that into a song. And uh, Brian come up with that awesome solo in the in the middle. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm, I was my jaw was on the ground. I was like, yes, because that whole middle section in the song where it you know gets a little heavier is all him. He sort of padded it out, and I'm I'm so grateful for what these two took my song to the next level because I just wrote it on an acoustic guitar. You said that was your mom. Yeah. Um, that she heard the song? She oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. She, she got a little teary-eyed. Yeah. yeah. She's seen it live a couple times, haven't she? Uh, she just once. Knoxville? Yeah. Yeah, the historic group. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oak Ridge. Yeah. She was yeah. the one heckling us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love. True love. What? You got you to gotta talk about that. How was she heckling you? No, no. That was, I'm just kidding. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We just make up make up something where she was. We we haven't we haven't made it big yet. We that's when we get get big is when, when we find a heckler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not big until you get heckled. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how long how long did you write that? I, I wrote that after I joined the band. Really, it was kind of hard because I love being just writing and stuff. So I had to kind of adjust my songwriting to fit into the to the format of Half mm. That Matters. You know the, the you know sort of sort of not necessarily copy Brian, but takes what his you know his instincts and things he likes to do, but obviously put my own spin on them and make them my own. Yeah. And again, these two really just filled out the whole song. Good job. 
Lost was uh, actually written um, right before um, our previous bass player, Michael, had left the band. Um, uh, he, he wasn't involved in the writing process with it because he was already in talks of, uh, on his way out. And I kind of just like started writing some riffs and then a little bit of the lyrics to it, kind of thinking of um, the old children's book, Where the Wild Things Are. So it's very influenced by that. And Paul actually wrote a couple of lines in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had good lyrics. <laughs> it, they <laughs> made it in. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, yeah. What, li- what so. parts did you put in? What were the lyrics you got in there? Oh. Your yeah, Brian, what parts are they? Your loss is the, a tragedy. Yeah, there you go. As well as the loss is your majesty. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh like that, yeah. So. I'm the stagehand. <laughs> I make us look good live. I don't know what I say. You know, things just come out and they get used sometimes. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> That's songwriting, really. Yeah. Um, the song was actually fully finished just in time for our old bass player, <laughs> player's last show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like the structure and everything, yeah. all the lyrics, all that like, stuff. Yeah, was. so it was finally completed. So, and he left in in August of last year. So, literally, we've had this song for an entire year before actually now releasing it. More from The Half That Matters in just a few moments. want to remind you to go and check out their new CD on Bandcamp. Just search The Half That Matters. And also go see them live. Follow them on Facebook where you can see them playing live. Uh, while I'm recording this announcement, they're getting ready to play at the Orange Peel in Asheville. Uh, by the time you hear it, they'll already have played. Uh, but go and see where they are playing next so you don't miss it this time. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcast, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff. This is Andrew Felston, and you're listening to Western North Carolina Original Music.
song is called 590004. <laughs> um, the, I was told there the, would be no The original math. name okay. of the of the song was called Instrumental Song because we didn't really have a name for it. But uh, the name comes from my job that I do. I work on copiers, and there's a service mode you enter called 590004 to print off what's wrong with the copier. Uh-huh. Like, it'll tell you where it's jamming and everything at. So I was like, that'll be great for the name. Because instrumental, just the name is just a placeholder. So oh, comical, um, comical humor. Yeah, my best um, friend used to work on copiers. I'm gonna send him that and see if he knows if he recognizes it. Okay, see how cool, universal. Cool. Um, I was just texting fifty nine ninety double for him about. <gasps> me, me and Paul <laughs> actually had uh, written this one as well before Dylan had joined the band. Yeah. It was right after our old bass player had left, so it was in that little bit of void. Um, yeah. So it was. Really cool. Yeah. Do you, I'm gonna shout out my uh, my best friend Hunter Davenport, who I've known for years, and I, I I showed him the album, and that was his favorite song on it, and he was actually surprised that I didn't have a hand in it because it's very much more what I was doing before the half that matters, strangely enough. But uh, it's it's such a fun, rewarding thing to play live mm-hmm. for an instrumental. So yeah, it's a. I always said if I was gonna be a wrestler, that'd be like my walkout music, you know. <laughs> It, it's very uh, rocky. Oh, man, that would be a great, I don't know, like promotion thing for your band is try to get a wrestler right. to make that his walk <laughs> I mean, Edge bridge. had Alter Bridge, so there you go. Yeah.
I wrote only The Strange. It's the only song in the album where I really wrote uh, the bulk of it, the music, the lyrics. I mean, and you wrote everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you. I mean, everybody has their input. Everybody does their part. But uh, I was really happy that something I put so much into could make the album. Um, really, it just started with uh, this little fun little uh, riff I had on bass. And uh, we. I just sort of built it around there. And that song, too, it's kind of like, you know, I've always been kind of someone who's always seen as kind of an odd person. I don't think I'm odd, but other people might. But, like, you know, only the strange survive. So that's, uh, you know, it's kind of a battle cry. And I, I just, I'm, real, I'm really proud of that song. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just getting it, getting it on the album. So Cool, cool. Yeah. And what's the song about? Like I said, it's, it's just the way that um, sometimes people who uh, don't have the imagination you do or don't see things the way that you do. They want to be condescending to you. They want to do that. And, you know, there's there's a line in the song, ill will can't, dis- uh, can't disguise your jealousy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like sometimes there's people that are putting you down because they're afraid to go out and do the things that you're doing. Uh, what was your podcast about in college? Oh, it was, a, it was called the Mountain Geek Podcast. It was actually mm-hmm. through ETSU. I uh-huh. went to East Tennessee State University. Go Bucks, right? Uh, but uh, they... Uh, it, I was paid through the uh, through the newspaper. It started. I started out reviewing albums, and they said, "Hey, can you do a, a pop culture podcast?" And my friend Hunter, who I mentioned before, uh-huh. we had that podcast for about a year, uh, maybe I want to say a year and a half, two years. Oh yeah. Uh, we interviewed a, a few bands, uh-huh. uh, and uh, that was that was just an awesome experience. Really, just getting behind that. Uh, I did everything. I recorded like a theme song. And just kind of went all out. It's actually hard to find because they took it off of uh, SoundCloud after we left. Oh, and, yeah. Because it, it was a school thing, so right. it was different. But it was just so cool to come in every week and just sort of, you know, basically hang out with my roommate and talk about, like, the pop culture news of the day. Yeah. yeah. Bitter taste on my tongue Why am I feeling numb? I'm tired I'm losing sleep There's cold air Beneath my feet Why do I feel The way I do It's never ending
why did you leave? Why couldn't you have just stayed? Is it my fault? Is it all my fault? It's killing me. It's never ending. It's never ending. Why do we try to go on without you? Why do we try to go on without you? Yeah, so track number seven, it's called Faults. Um, Faults I actually had written in June of 2018. I didn't have any of the lyrics together for it at the time, but I just kind of worked off this like very melancholy like chord pattern, and I I, th- I want to say I've written the whole song in like skeleton wise of the of the music in like ten minutes because mm-hmm. I played through it twice and I was like, okay, that works. And um, literally, I, I showed it to Paul. And I didn't show it to other guys because I knew that Dan was leaving that month. And uh, I just kind of held on to it. And Paul's like, oh, this is cool. We didn't really do anything with it until about, I want to say it was January is when we actually, like, really. Yeah. Did. Yeah, Jan- January, yeah. February, so, somewhere yeah, around in there. I think that's when we actually really started putting it out. But the, the lyrics are actually, like, pretty deep to me because like they uh, they're about a, a family member who passed away a few years ago hmm. and uh, it's just about how life is like you try to go on without somebody but it's like why because like they've been in your life your whole life why uh, why try to move on so yeah. it's pretty deep yeah kind of working through that yeah that so. after effect of that De- definitely definitely one of the oddballs yeah, yeah, it is. For what we do, it really is. Yeah, I got I a bass heard solo. It. Is it is it like a slower song? Or yeah, it is. Song? Um, it gets is. it gets kind of heavy-ish in the chorus, but uh, it doesn't like go half that matters heavy. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's not fast paced. I guess would be the yeah. best way to put yeah, it. Yeah, because most of our songs we play like at a really nice upbeat tempo, uh-huh. but this one is like you knock the tempo down about like probably around thirty oh, beats yeah. per minute or so thirty. Like a, yeah, thirty beats per minute. It's like a quarter. 
that matters. Yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. Yeah. somewhere yeah, between a quarter. Between you guys, you can use that. It's not exactly a third, but it's less than a third, but more yeah. than a quarter, so it's in that weird yeah. spot. I'd right. like to hear you say that on stage tonight. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't have to credit me. <laughs> we're each the one third of the half that matters. Yeah, we're each a sixth. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's good. Did you? Did you already figure that out? or Yeah. Just, it, it took a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get my abacus, my calculator. Yeah. For the first song, it's called Fractions. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it for part one of The Half That Matters. Should have uh, one more episode from this recording. And don't forget, their CD is out. So check that out at Bandcamp and wherever you might see them live. Or just pester them online for it. And uh, they'll get you one one way or another. Thanks again to the Sly Grog for uh, letting us come out there and record. That's a great place to go for live music. A very diverse uh, array of music. Thanks to Mike Anderson, the sound guy out of the Sly Grog. And he's a musician in his own right. So don't forget to check out his stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, everywhere you get your podcast, and then some. And follow us on Facebook for... Um, extended videos and Instagram for videos and a whole bunch of other kind of nonsense. So make sure to check that out. I think that's it for now. Have a good week. Mm-hmm.